time to rev it up and roll with America's premier motorcycle talk show. Open Road Radio is on the air with Gina Woods and other guest hosts. And now, with riding on their minds, here's your hosts of Open Road Radio. All right, and we are back, back in the hot seat. It's Open Road Radio live on Motorcycle Mondays with our special friend, Dave. Hello. Dave Ratner. Hey, man, how are you? I'm doing great. So let's introduce you. We have, it's Dave Ratner. Um, we've been doing some really behind the scenes the last week. Yeah, we've been putting a lot of stuff to, uh, together for you, bringing a lot of whole new ideas for you and the show and Open Road and how we can bring it out to you guys especially. Uh, some new tech. Got some new tech. Peter is in the house. Yep, he's our and tech he's our advisor. Tech guru. <laughs> oh my gosh, it, it, we're we're really excited. So, and, we, and you ride too. I do. I actually have a Victory Vegas uh, jackpot. Right on. Yeah, it's a nice little mini chopper kind of version, but yeah, it's a great bike. Fantastic. We're gonna and, start a new segment. A little bit of meat on the streets. Yeah, girls. So, but yeah, we've been we've been busy up. trying to get things interesting for you guys and keeping things busy. You've been traveling, a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, tell me. Oh tell my me God, so a lot. So uh, Vegas, just did some great uh, Vegas visiting. Uh, got to visit our station out there. Nice. Got to visit with some potential sponsors and make some good partnerships. Sweet. Very excited. Got to talk with some motorcycle groups. Nice. So yeah, we're I mean, we're gonna plan a. A little bit more uh, Vegas action oh, coming up very soon. Uh, we went out there for the uh, ride to Chicks on 66, Santa Monica. They oh, came nice. in from Chicago, Route 66 to Santa Monica. What a great time. We have a whole bunch of great interviews that we're putting together. Mm -hmm. uh, compilation for Harley Davidson and mm -hmm. for all of our friends. Yeah, buddy. To here at Seafoam. Uh, was a huge sponsor in that, and guys, the girls just loved their bugs be gone nice. when they got to Santa Monica. Nice. You know, Eagle Rider is a huge part of that. Gave us an outstanding 2022 bike, man. Nice. So, oh, man. had a great time on that. Got to ride through the mountains. Dazzling took me to some amazing places, and uh, we ended up at Born Free. Got to see my folks, my family in Tuscan first. Carrie George, mwah, Dino. Uh, Chris, love you guys. Uh, had such a great time. <laughs> yeah, that was put a big Italian spread out for nice, us. Nice, nice. It was a lot of fun. Had a, a born free. We're going to speak with um, Grant Pearson nice. in the show coming up. And uh, Grant is one of the co-founders, put it all together. Man, what a... I can't wait to take you there next right. year, man. And you talked to, uh, what's his name, from American Metals. American Metal Customs. He was there, Josh Ellison. Yeah. He was in the house. I want to see his work. Speaking of some awesome customs, you've got some smooth whiskey we're going to be having Ooh. here sampling in the studio I shortly. I can't wait. I know. That's going to be great. And then we had a great photo shoot the next morning, Dazzling put together in downtown Vegas. It was nice. awesome. And then I flew home just in time for the 4th of July. Nice. Oh, God. It was just like a whirlwind. That's awesome. It was a whirlwind. So pretty great stuff. Uh, we're going to tell people more about uh, who you guys are on the show. Peter, Peter, our tech guru, is just making all of this happen. And we've got a, we've got a lot of great stuff coming up for Open Road Radio and Motorcycle Mondays. Yeah, so stick around. That's right. Let's uh, go hit this uh, interview with Grant. All right, enjoy. 
How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides. We take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. But we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. Ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. Harley-Davidson is synonymous with trips, traveling, and women riders. Harley-Davidson supports all women riders, and they are excited to support the AMCA Riveters Club first event, Chicks on 66, a 14-day cross-country ride June 11th through the 26th that follows Route 66 from Chicago, Illinois to Santa Monica, California. Harley-Davidson hosts Chicks on 66 launching the ride from the Harley-Davidson Museum on Friday, June 10th, where the day's schedule will include rider registration, motorcycle tech check, meet and greet, dinner, riders meeting, and optional museum tours. On Saturday, June 11th, riders will depart for Chicago, setting forth on Route 66 on Sunday morning. Follow along on Harley-Davidson's website, The Riveters, and Open Road Radio's Facebook page, where you can see, hear, and follow the stories and interviews from Harley-Davidson representatives and these 40-some motorcycle enthusiasts. That's Chicks on 66 Cross Country Ride, June 11th through the 26th. Check it out on Open Road Radio. Warm weather means more friends, more road trips, more fun, and more people on the road. But it also means more distractions. Summer brings out motorcycle riders, so please remember to look twice, even three times, to see motorcycles and to cut down on distractions while driving. Let's keep this summer fun. Hey, we have a great guest with us today for our 4th of July Motorcycle Mondays, none other than Josh Allison from American Metal Customs. Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. 
Hey, thanks so much. I mean, I couldn't think when we were uh, knew that we were going to pre-record this show. I'm thinking, well, we got to be. It's got to be all American and uh, that American metal costumes. I just met these people at Born Free, man. <laughs> Love that you're wearing the Born Free hat. Yeah, I've known those guys a long time. One of my favorite shows. Mike and Grant are absolutely amazing. The Invited Builder series is incredible, and that show, as you know, is just—it's one of my favorites. So to be there Dude, this that, year was amazing. That show just just pimped me out. I, I'm telling you right now, I thought it was gonna be a cool little uh, motorcycle rally, but I was like, whoa! Yeah. I was like, Dan, wait, you see all the choppers in Southern California? I mean, seriously, I thought there'd be like. Uh, I thought there'd be a lot, but there was a, a, a whole shit ton of them. It was it was really wild. It was really great. It's a fantastic show. I've been wanting to go for years, and I went and I met you, and I met a lot of. I, I saw a lot of great people there. The vendors were, um, man, the vendors were. You can really tell a rally by vendors. You know, they had Kiwi Mike and SNS, and you know, it wasn't like just these little jewelry and and and. Uh, leather vendors these were some major vendors and i was really impressed with the whole yeah. i thought it would be good but it was great yeah some of the top in the country some of the top builders the, the most quality of bikes that you're gonna see you know and like it's the core of the industry you know it's the biggest baddest chopper show going on people come from all over to not only build bikes but just to enjoy it so yeah it's very special it really is. And, you know, the ride from Vegas to California definitely was nothing to sneeze at. It was hot. It was yeah, it hotter hot, than right? it yeah. was hotter than shit. But it was really it was great. She filled me up with all these stuff I don't do because in the Midwest, we don't have to wear these these cooling vests and, you yeah. know, these, these handkerchiefs, uh, cooling handkerchiefs. But it was all that little stuff added up to a really enjoyable ride. It was That's awesome. Great. That's awesome. Hey, let's talk motorcycles, man. Yeah. Uh, American Custom, uh, American Metal Customs. So you kind of got a really uh, steampunk flair. Yeah, I, I've had people tell me that, that steampunk style, I always like to say more art deco, traditional, but it can live in, in, in both you know arenas. And it's just kind of what I gravitate to. I think in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, cars and motorcycles had a, a whole different personality, a whole different styling, and they were way more intricate and details and, you know, the big finger totally cars. So I've always, I've always drawn to that. We, we were building jet power cars back in the 50s. Yeah, it was wild. You and know, then, we, that whole Airstream look, that whole, I mean, that's the, that man, we growing up in the wrong time, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's not only the cars and bikes, it's, it was the buildings, it was architect, it was everything. It was, you know, how men and women dressed. It was a whole different thing. And I always thought it was just very cool and always had a good sense about it. And so I get inspired by a lot of different things in that era that, you know, kind of where I start off on a lot of my builds. I think it's a great era and I just love the styles of it. We're <clears> gonna talk about the style that you do because I think it's really fantastic. Fantastic, yeah, yeah. So a lot of that styling and, you know, is just, it's what I, it's what I lean towards. And I like bikes that are very raw and I like to show all the mechanicals of it. And, you know, when I started really getting into metal shaping, I did a whole series of bikes with different patinas. And I thought that that was kind of cool too, you know, or bare metal, like the disciple I just did. And I think it just shines a different light on the bike, a different light on the, you know, the fabrication that goes into it. So I love mechanical things, open chain primaries, you know, any any little thing that can kind of show the mechanical of the bike, I think it's I think it's cool. I mean, Jay Leno says the same thing. He likes a bike he can see through. You yeah. know, the simplicity of it. 
I love all the. I look at some of these guys' bikes, like that guy Randy from St. Louis. Yeah. And he was checking out my bike. I didn't know who the guy was up in Milwaukee. I looked at his bike. I didn't see, you know, people think how expensive. I think about how many hours it took to do that fab. I mean, it, like the blood, sweat, and the beers that go into that, you know? Oh, it's ridiculous, man. I, I You know, I'll spend hundreds of hours on tanks. You know, it's it's nothing to, to have literally hundreds of hours into all that stuff. You know, the Disciple tank with the split, you know, backbone, split tank design, and then all the intricate, you know, intricate parts that are cut in, the bronze. It's like, it's weird. It's weird how much time you can put into a build. Your stuff is definitely art. Who do you think might have been your first inspiration? Because somebody comes to mind to me right away, but I want to see what you think. Yeah, for me, there's a couple guys, but uh, Christian Sosa is definitely, he's kind of, you know, if I had to name one builder that I thought was very influential, amazing dude, and also just next level on his talent, his ideas, his creative. He's definitely very inspiring. Um, so, yeah, you know, when I was a young guy, I definitely looked up to guys like him and Craig and Max, you know, and there. And it's hard with me, too, because I'm a traditional guy, too. I love traditional knuckles and panheads, you know, stock bikes. It's another era, I think, of motorcycling that was amazing. And I really feel like Harley did a killer job, you know. And so when I look at, like, cycle zombie choppers and the way they do that, I just, I, I love all that stuff. It's, it's tradition. Tradition, never trend. Yeah. And all that stuff's timeless. You know, that's why Harleys and all that stuff will be endless. You know, it'll always gain in value. And, you know, they, they did it right. And I tried to build bikes too that, you know, I try not to follow trends. I just, I just do what I like. And that timeless, I think that's the best word to use for it. Trying to build bikes that are cool now, but in 20 or 30 years, they're still badass. Yeah, that's what I really like. Do you, um, and I really do, I just love that, that, uh, the vintage, I love that you add the vintage into it. Now you also do uh, cars, hot rods. And yeah. what is your base on that? So I lived in Colorado for most of my life. I was born in Wyoming, moved to Colorado. And then as I kind of started pushing into this, you know, and saying, hey, I think I want to build, I went to WyoTech. After I graduated from WyoTech, I got into a shop named Tin Element. Um, the owner of it's name is Neil. And once again, just an amazing fabricator. I mean, they were repopping Porsche bodies out of aluminum, a lot of coach building and stuff. And so that's where I kind of got into the car facet and, and metal shaping. And then from there, you know, I went into Pinky's Rod Shop, The Forge, and I just fell in love with, once again, traditional hot rods. I love 32s, you know, all that stuff. 36s, 32s, all the 29, 31s. Those are just, once again, a badass year. And so I fell in love with it. And then at the first time of building bikes, it was always on the weekends. It was always in the background. And as that kind of escalated, it, it, it just kind of went into, you know, me starting my own shop, getting the call from Orange County Choppers. And so I hadn't built cars in a while until I met Chris and we started this new adventure. And it was like, all right, it, it's time to jump back in that as well. That's nice. So you're able to combine, <clears throat> combine both. Yeah. Combine both of your passions. Tell yeah. us a little bit about your partners. So I met Chris Bishop, who is the overall owner of the company. And I met him um, at Orange County Choppers. Uh, it was during COVID and I was building um, an Easy Rider tribute bike for him. He always wanted one and he had the original helmet and the jacket. And so he's like, oh, I need the Easy Rider, you know, the Captain America <laughs> chopper. And so it's kind now of- I have the chopper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was a wild time because it was during COVID. So I was just like building this bike in this giant ass shop, you know, by myself. 
And so once in a while, he would come down, look at the bike and all that stuff. And we just started talking. And he was just asking me, like, you know, what are you doing? Where are you going? What's your what's your next phase in life? And I said, well, you know, my contract's starting to come to an end. You know, Paul wanted to go to Florida. They had a house there and a lot of opportunity. And and he was like, hey, man, if, if you ever want to come do something with me, I, I would love it. So um, that's what ended up happening. Gave him a call and he said, Let, let's do this, man. Came down and um, we started going. And along with those talks, because of North American Motor Car, that's our big umbrella company was our yeah, I saw that. He he was like, dude, I really want to do something with you within the industry, the core industry, and your really handcrafted style. And I just I love the cars and the bikes you build. Let's let's start American Metal Customs. And I was like, I just thought the name was amazing. Uh, me and him are hardcore. We believe in this country. We believe in our you know our troops, our veterans. Uh, Chris supports a ton of that with Sierra Delta and all the give back. So we wanted this really core founded American made custom company and um it just took off from there brian ended up coming in um brian's our chief marketing executive guy we called dan sheridan a designer down here we just started looking and putting together ideas and designs and and we started the company we've been very thankful and very lucky that it's had the success that it has and it's only been like 10 months and so this year is a big year of just like let's drive 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 let's go to these shows let's get back to the roots you know, and that's why we've been, you know, Feel Cleveland, all the shows around here, Born Free, you know, we started getting back into it, you know. With COVID, it kind of shut everything down. And, you know, and I did two years at Orange County Choppers where, you know, I kind of left, I kind of left that behind, you know. So it feels awesome to be back at shows like that with all my buddies and, and all the stuff that, you know, I always felt was core. Damn, that's awesome. That's a that's a great storyline for sure. How, so how long has it been, a uh, couple of years that it's all been uh, going together? Yeah, I met Chris has probably been a year and a half ago. And then by the time we got the company up and running, I think it's only been like 10 months. It hasn't even been a year since we've uh, since we've really released it to the public and, you know, got into the, the new facility, which is in Danbury, Connecticut, and got the doors open there and really said, all right, you know, we're going to we're going to put this out to the world and, and start going. And is that where you're at? Are you in Danbury? I actually live in Newtown, so I'm about 20 minutes away from the shop. And okay. then, yeah, the main shop is off of 32 uh, Myrie Brook Road. It's right next to the Danbury Airport. And it's a really interesting place because if you drive down it, you've got Glickenhouse, which builds, you know, world-class million-dollar handcrafted cars, super into, like, Le Mans racing. You have speed sport tuning. You have us. And then they're going to put a Mercedes dealership in there. So people are kind of calling it Car Row. And so <laughs> with us, it's just like we fit right in there. The shop's absolutely amazing. Um, we're shooting for our official grand opening on September 9th and really, you know, really open up the doors, let the public in and, and see all that we offer because we offer a lot of stuff. Dan, we should mark that down on a calendar. Yeah, we'd love to have you guys. It, we it should be, get out there for amazing. sure. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Is that yeah. around Trog? And see if I can piece all this together. I think Trog so is going to be, it's the very end of September and I think the first and second in Wildwood. So it, it's it's close. Once yeah. again, our, our chaotic just life. So just go, 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 go. <laughs> what other shows will you do this year? Um, so on July 30th, um, we'll be at Fuel Cleveland again. We love Little Brow Customs. We have a great relationship with, you know, Tyler and Mike and Amanda and all those folks there. I've been using their parts for freaking ever since the beginning. Yeah. And so yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we went last year. That was where we actually debuted the Disciple. So we're going to go back this year with our big container and as a sponsor and, and, and go crazy again, pouring the whiskey, doing the whole thing. So we're really- Yeah, excited. awesome. That's one I want to go to, Dan. Um, we got to mark that on the calendar for sure. That's the end of the month. 
Um, I okay. have. I don't think I've been to that. I have not been to that yet. So I, I want to hit that this year. We're changing it up this year too. Uh, normally it's inside at different locations. It's like you know usually really cool handcrafted bikes, art, and all that. But they're going to do an outside venue this year, and we're going to be a part of the ride-in uh, motorcycle show that we'll be judging. They'll still have all that stuff, but they'll have even more activations since it's an outdoor venue. So it should be really cool. They're doing like a custom band show as well, and it should be awesome. Yeah, we could ride to that. Yeah, you guys are pretty close to that, right? Yeah, yeah, Chicago. Can you imagine rolling up there with the wrecking crew, Gene, on the hardware? I'm telling you, let's plan it. Let's plan it. Now, I was looking at that the other day. I was looking at fuel uh, because I think I saw it on your uh, website, Josh. So I was uh, was like, yeah, there's another one I haven't done. Because everybody's asking me, what's your next one? And I'm like, well, I think Sturgis. And then I'm like, oh, probably Sneak Clean. Then I got Wasi on. I'm going to do Wasi on. And then, uh, and then uh, fuel. So yeah, yeah. there'll be two trips to Ohio. Yeah, two it, trips in one month. When they get close, it's just like back to back to back to back. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's hectic. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot, but it's good. Like I said, good people. Once again, really core industry dudes that we love, and so it's just awesome to be a part of it. Oh. Be part of it. I think you're right in the center of it, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it's funny with people. We always tell people, you know, I just. We just do what we do. I, you know, we, we kind of take our own path and what we feel is cool and, you know, build what I think is, you know, well, you know, what I like and I hope we hope people like it. And so we just want to go and just hang out with folks and have a really good time. For sure. What are some of the um, ideas, concepts that are coming up for you? Um, we're doing a bunch of truck stuff. We're getting a couple of bikes ready for that. We're building the 31 um, Model A Roadster on Deuce uh, Rails with a flathead. So we're working on that stuff in the background, getting geared up for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh. And then, you know, I won't say too much into it, but I might come back to Born Free next year as an invited builder and, and do that and do that again. Um, you know, I was invited in 12. I built Malibu Honey for it. Then COVID hit. I didn't be able to make it. So it was cool to show that bike, but it would be cool to come back as, you know, an invited builder again. I haven't done that since uh, Born Free 10. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see more stuff. I, I'm yeah, really I'm starting to start to think and go. And, you know, everybody asks me, well, what's your idea? And it's like, it's so hard to explain it. I just, I kind of just got to start like going in the direction and, you know, and a bike happens eventually. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's a true artist, right? Yeah. You know, I always have, uh, I've never been a rendering guy and I've never been a dude that has uh, pre-planned, you know, I get an idea or something and inspires me and I always start obviously with the power plant and the frame and then the the first big thing is the gas tank and I never think about anything but that gas tank and then everything just grows out you know from there every piece builds itself and every piece has to be fluid to the next and so for me it's a really fun way to build because you can get into something even if you're halfway into it and be like oh shit this this is awesome let's do this so I try to keep a very open mind when I build cars and bikes it to me, when you're doing something like that, there are those guys that do the renderings and there's guys like us that kind of just sit there and take our time like a Bob Ross painting with the Chia pet hair, you know? Yeah. And maybe I'll put a little friend in there, a little tree, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's fun, to, it's fun to be loose. You never know what's going to happen on a build if you, if you, you know, you can't keep it too tight. 
Exactly. You were telling me earlier a little bit about uh, the David Yule uh, series uh, or painting that you're in. Yeah, so um, that was a really cool experience. And when I was at the Forge um, and Dutt Weiler owned that, he was friends with uh, David and, and, and Michael Lichter. And then those guys, you know, David, he's lived in Denver. Lichter lived in Boulder, which was an hour away from our shop and where we lived. So these, you know, uh, kind of relationship opened up and when I did the, the 51 deadpan which was actually my people's champ bike a long time ago David just reached nice. out like oh my gosh dude I really love your style this is amazing that that patina once again art deco steampunk thing he's like this will fit my painting amazing and I want to have my daughter in it so it was a big a big honor to do it and so that was the first time and then he reached back out to me it's been a little bit now but it was one of the commemorative Sturgis paintings he did and then uh he put my uh my 46 knuckle my personal bike into that on the spirit of riding and camping and back to the you know the 60s and 70s of Sturgis the origin and yes. how that era was you know and so it was a huge honor and david's such a talented guy i don't know it's another one of those places where if you you need to go to a studio it, it, it will just blow your mind yeah i think that they're just a combination of having such a talent like you and uh, and him doing the talent like you i mean it's just a win-win it it's a, a priceless piece yeah. it was a really fun collab and once again it was a giant honor and it's funny when you do things like that with motorcycles you know because it it makes the bike live on you know, yeah. no matter yeah. if I die tomorrow or what happens, shops get shut down, whatever, you know, that painting will keep continuously going on and all the paintings that he sold. So it, it was really Do you cool. know where the painting went? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think one guy reached out that bought the original knuckle. I don't know where the, the deadpan one is. And then he only does a limited run of them on prints. So once they're gone, that that's it. So. So it's that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. It was a lot of fun working with him. Great. That's guy. really cool. A little bit earlier, you said, and I quote about the um, American uh, metal whiskey. Yeah. So you guys are in the whiskey <laughs> business. I got to taste it firsthand with Dazzling, and it was amazing. It was smooth. Oh, it was really, you. really nice. I'm going to have some. <clears throat> Uh, follow-up conversations with Brian. But real quickly, tell us a little bit about the uh, American Metal Whiskey. Yeah, so, you know, we had the brand started up, which, as you guys know, is, you know, inclusive core of hot rodding, bike building, custom, and all that stuff. And so we're like, wow, you know, everybody in the shop, including myself and Chris, you know, we're whiskey drinkers. We love it. We always have been. And he was like, I think we should start, you know, this this great whiskey company and tie it into the brand. And it was it was actor of life. And, and Chris is great on this, you know, entrepreneurial just ideas. He's always like, oh, let's try this. And we we're like, holy shit, th th this had legs. So we saw worked with uh, Randy. <laughs> Randy owns Vermont Distillery. Uh, he's our whiskey guy. You know, he sources it and. Um, it just started coming alive. We called back Dan Charity again to do the same, you know, thing as, you know, as our branding with the branding with the whiskey and really connected in to the core of hot rodding and motorcycles and, you know, put that element of it in there on, on, you know, all these sides. So every time you look at a bottle, there's a little bit of a different, there's a bike in there, there's a car in there. And uh, there's some other big stuff coming down the road too that, you know, we'll share it at some point with the whiskey. Awesome. Very exciting. Whiskey's so, yeah. motorcycle. Whiskey's motorcycle women can't go wrong. Yeah, I mean, it was a huge hit. And so now it's kind of come on this tour with us. And the first time we were, you know, we kind of released that, it was that fuel. And we're like, oh, you know, I don't know how it's going to work. Maybe we'll just give out a couple of samples. And it was like crazy talent. I mean, just 
all day, you know, people start trying it and going. So then we're like, oh, well, let's, let's bring it to board free and see what happens. And I think we poured like, <laughs> it's, it's insane, man. So it's, it's definitely a good duo. And we've had a lot of fun making it. It's been awesome. That's great. I told Dan that I'd bring some samples. So yeah. we gotta, I gotta talk to Brian, get some samples up here pretty fast. He's on the channel. channel so, uh, there's lots of bars up there and we'd like to take some samples and yeah show some of his friends how cool you guys are out there we're, in danbury I mean, we're really close we're really close i mean we're hoping this month we can get it into you know the div and start getting it distributed and people can start going on it so it's one of those things that you know everything takes a little bit longer than you'd like but uh, a lot of it's been a lot of fun good for you man that's awesome Gosh, it has been a pleasure to have you on Motorcycle Mondays tonight, and we really appreciate that you've joined well, thanks us. Thanks for having me, guys, and it was such a pleasure meeting you, and uh, it's an honor to be talking with you guys, and just, yeah, I really appreciate it. Josh, you, you, as could, well. you, could, you could narrate stories with that voice. You could you could read me <laughs> you could read me uh, Easy Rider magazine. I'd go to sleep, you know? I, <laughs> funny I, thing. I'm kind of like worn out. We've gone so hard. And so my voice is all raspy and it's just like, carry out choppers. Yeah, that's how I got my voice. A lot of a lot of whiskey and cigarettes. Yeah, but, uh, you know. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but you make me proud. I mean, keep up the good fab work and, and America, happy 4th of July to you, man. And my yeah, buddies are going to be hating on me that I got to talk with you this morning. What a treat. Uh, well, thank you. And make sure you guys go check us out. Uh, it's AmericanMetalCustoms.com. Uh, same thing on Instagram, Facebook. My personal page is Joshua8787 and also NorthAmericanMotorCar.com. You can see all the crazy we're doing, all the things that we offer. And then uh, we'll see everybody at Fuel Cleveland on the 30th. We'll see you there. Let's do this. Awesome, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides. We take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. But we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. Are you ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. Engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. 
While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews Products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews Products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. Harley-Davidson is synonymous with trips, traveling, and women riders. Harley-Davidson supports all women riders, and they are excited to support the AMCA Riveters Club first event, Chicks on 66, a 14-day cross-country ride June 11th through the 26th that follows Route 66 from Chicago, Illinois to Santa Monica, California. Harley-Davidson hosts Chicks on 66 launching the ride from the Harley-Davidson Museum on Friday, June 10th, where the day's schedule will include rider registration, motorcycle tech check, meet and greet, dinner, riders meeting, and optional museum tours. On Saturday, June 11th, riders will depart for Chicago, setting forth on Route 66 on Sunday morning. Follow along on Harley-Davidson's website, The Riveters, and Open Road Radio's Facebook page, where you can see, hear, and follow the stories and interviews from Harley-Davidson representatives and these 40-some motorcycle enthusiasts. That's Chicks on 66 Cross Country Ride, June 11th through the 26th. Check it out on Open Road Radio. Warm weather means more friends, more road trips, more fun, and more people on the road. But it also means more distractions. Summer brings out motorcycle riders, so please remember to look twice, even three times, to see motorcycles and to cut down on distractions while driving. Let's keep this summer fun. Hey, we have a special guest this evening. It is uh, Brad Benson, and Brad is our seafoam hero because Brad is just so into all the racing that he is rocking it. And uh, Brad talks to us this evening from uh, Minnesota, Minnesota. And uh, Brad, welcome to the show. Um, Scrupper Dan is with us, and we are so excited to have you. Well, thank Remember you, Gina. The, 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 the seafoam sea hooligans, I want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, again, thank you. Uh, yes, coming from the 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 home ship of seafoam in minnesota here um we're definitely pleased uh, to be joining both of you gina and dan and uh definitely uh, appreciate all your efforts in promoting seafoam and and you guys at the power sport level and the racing and motorcycles and um again seafoam what a product oh my 80 god years old this year. it is so you know what it, it's an easy sell you don't even have to sell it seafoam Everybody loves Seafoam. So, Brad, how long have you been? Um, how long have you been with Seafoam now? Well, it'll be a year and a half. Okay. I got to start this uh, next chapter, fantastic chapter of my life, with an outstanding company. Um, there's so much to talk about with Seafoam, of not just their products, but who the company is. With with Mark, our owner of the company, with his philanthropy. It does for the good of people. Um, and I'll just say this, the mission statement of Seafoam, and I learned this from Mark, is Seafoam <coughs> gives engines second chances and the proceeds and profits of Seafoam give people second chances. Oh my God, yeah. I love that. Truly, Seafoam truly gives amazing. engines second chances. That's perfect. And again, 50% um, of our profits go to uh, charitable 
uh, contributions and programs and um, teen and health and women issues and um, centers and rehabs and camps. I mean, um, third world country wow. ministry work. It's just unbelievable what Seafoam really does behind the scenes besides provide a great product. But there's not a farmer in the Midwest who doesn't have a can out in the sh- out in the shop for an old tractor. And you say bringing life back to it. I do snow plowing in the winter here. I'm on the state line of Illinois, Wisconsin. Yes. And my old Ford sucked the valve, and the valve was froze. So I took two cans of seafoam, sucked it up through the intake, through one of the the, the intake hoses, uh, vacuum hoses. I shut the motor off. I let it sit overnight, and it, it, it... Popped the valve. I I crop dusted the entire neighborhood <laughs> like mosquito abatement, and um, that truck I got another three years out of it, and and it it only ran good when I used seafoam. It would the valve would stick. I'd put a half a can in, and I'd get through my route again, and it would run like <laughs> brand new. Excuse me. And yeah, that I mean, awesome. I've used it for the panhead when I got that going after 35 years, and. We put a full can in the IV bag and it was swinging from the sissy bar as we were running it. But I've never seen a product work as good, especially when it came to my old Ford. And it, uh, and it, I mean, it's night and day different. That's, um, you know, and that's the the beauty of, of Seafoam is when I'm doing all these shows. And as you know, Gina, um, it's just countless testimonials. The testimonials are endless. They're, they really and that's are that's why we demo. That's what yeah. we demo. So, what I don't see on your table, Gina, is the fast, the the finish fast. I call it fast finish because I'm dyslexic and mildly retarded. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, this is this is how much I use this stuff, and this is great because I live in a swamp. I live out in the woods, and it slicks the bugs <laughs> right off of the bagger. I mean, it's just I'm gonna put the. It's like National Lampoons with the Teflon on the on the on the sleds, you know. Yeah. This stuff is really slick. I love it, and uh, 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 I got a wide glide with Brazilian butterfly wing dust on the uh, ghost flames, and I use that stuff before I go out and come home. And you can just swiffer the bugs off with a yep. microfiber when you use it. I mean. And again, on those stubborn that, uh, ones, the stubborn bugs, you use the bugs be gone. It'll get a nice clean surface. And then use, oh, yeah. that, use our detailer to create that nice little barrier and bond. So now when the bugs do hit, it's got a, you know, it, it just cleans up even quicker. Seafoam motor treatment is, is American as apple pie. The shit really works. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does. That's our new hashtag. We'll go with that Hash. one. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. You guys have a great night. Thank you for joining us, Crapper Dan. Over and out, and Brad, we can't wait to see you. We'll see you at the races. Peace. Love you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, and there it is. It's over. That's a wrap, First one. Wow. (laughs) How'd you like it? It was awesome. It really was cool. I can't wait to get out and put my meat on the street and see how it goes with the open road. We can't wait either. (laughs) But yeah, uh, great interviews, uh, Josh and uh, Brad and uh, Grant. So I want to thank all of them for being with us. Thank you to our sponsors, to our listeners in Las Vegas at 1400 K-Shop, brought to you by Full Throttle Law. Um, Yeah, I think that's a wrap. We want to 
Um, let everybody know our Seafoam Chicks um, on 66 interviews are coming up. They are on the editing floor. And don't right forget now. we're going live stream next Monday. So Motorcycle Monday's live. Boy. Here on Open Road Radio. So. Yeah. All cool. right. Well, go out and have a good week, man. You too. We'll see you then. See you. Thank you for tuning in to America's premier motorcycle talk show, Open Road Radio. Hey, thanks for coming along. We-